it was, was it, what was this week? Grand. What was this week? It was it was good. It was good. Um, what happened? Whoa, what did happen? Okay, I I strike. I went to a strike picket at Netflix oh. on Monday, and uh, I picketed it, and um, it was Dang. interesting. It was. Um, oh, did there. you meet? So? <laughs> I mean, it was. Did it was cool. Uh, yeah, I did, and it was. Um, I met somebody who was like immediately trying to hit me up for like possible job opportunities that I could not provide. And as soon as he caught wind oh. that I wasn't that I wasn't like able to to do that for him, he was like he started acting really weird, like trying to get out of the conversation that I wasn't really having with him. And was like, was like, you know, I got to move my car. I hope I didn't have a, I don't have a ticket by now. And then like, I literally just watched him walk from me to another group of people. So that was fun. (laughs) You want to know, see, that's one of those things about Los Angeles that I've always found to be, very annoying it's Uh like the people there your relationships are based purely off of what the next person can give to you yeah yeah and that's always a tricky thing i've learned since being here um that that was sort of the people are worse than we all oh right that too (laughs) that too that too the currency is uh is like you know what you can do for another person that's the basis of friendships really largely anyway and um and you know i've What's sort crazy of just about that is i don't need friends right i just I, I just like <laughs> like if it were me i'd be like i don't need any more like i'm yeah. good thank you so but much in order to continue to be working in this gig economy yeah. like here in LA you there's there is the social element and that's a that's a lesson that I've been learning that I need to exercise more and I've just been totally cool at first yeah and like talk to people and it's that's sort of counterintuitive to what writers do right so but yeah I'm I'm, really uh... (laughs) you know (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I just want to stay inside a lot. Yeah, I get it. Me too. I didn't get up today until 9.45 in the morning. Nice. And John, that never happens. I was awake, mind you, but I did not roll out of bed. I was looking like I was looking like a dumpster, like I'd crawled (laughs) right out of a dumpster and I didn't care one bit. And I just laid in my bed and I played my video game on my phone for about mm, an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. What video game? Oh, it's that one that I've been playing for the longest time. Puzzles and survival. Puzzles and survival. I haven't stopped playing. John, I haven't stopped playing it. I didn't like you're miss playing a it right single now. day. Of- <laughs> I am actually right under the table. <laughs> um, I just tried to push there- my glasses up again. I saw that, yeah. But it's okay. It's just like one of those things where people think you're crazy. Um, well. <laughs> well, welcome to the I mean, show. wouldn't be far from the truth. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to Mean Girls Interrupted, everyone. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We, we, we love you, but we mostly just love us. And yeah. um, we don't love what's happening right now. Uh, it seems to be happening again. Yeah, but that's okay. We're going to get through yeah. it. We, You guys won't notice the technical difficulties, hopefully, but we will. And If you guys um, do, if you guys do notice, you'll notice that there's a delay in mine and John's responses. It's only because we have to wait for some weird reason for our voices <laughs> to travel across the internet and make it to us. Yeah, it's actually just Riverside.com. FM's issue because we used to record this on FaceTime um, uh-huh. with without a without a hitch, but now we are doing this video element and it's throwing a wrench into everyone's plans. So if you want to tell us about it, um, definitely follow us on Instagram at uh, Mean Girls Interrupted and email us at MeanGirlsInterrupted.com. Or wait, that's weird. No, that's not right. Wait, isn't it? 
Oh, email <laughs> you us email. At mean Girls Interrupted at. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. At gmail.com. Just go to meangirlsinterrupted.com and find everything there. Yeah, do that. It's super simple. Just go there. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Like, that's super important. For some reason, Apple Podcasts is like the queen in this weird uh, Mm -hmm. hive cesspool of podcast podcast economy where you have to be a celebrity and pay for ads to get listens and stuff. Yeah. I'm putting them back on, (laughs) even though I really hate the glare, but you look Uh, great. Thank you. I just really, um, I like my glasses. I actually hate not wearing them. I know me too. Yeah. I hear you because I can't see without them. Yeah, but also, I don't think I would ever get LASIK or get contacts. You No, the whole procedure. I don't like mind. A, yeah. I like yeah, my I, glasses. I like them, too. So, and, but I think that's because you and I have worn glasses for so long. Like, they actually feel like a part of my identity. It's really weird. Yeah, I always know where they are at all times. Uh-huh. I, yes. I well, put them. I set them down properly. I uh, baby them with with the, the right cloth and spray. The shirt uh, never mm. touches these lenses because they were expensive. Like, huh. interesting. <laughs> so it's funny how you and I differ. On so you just many take them off and chuck them across the room. <laughs> John, I actually woke up one morning. I have a spare set that I never wear because they're too loose on my face, even though I've had them adjusted, no joke, four times. Um, I had to wear those to work one day because my glasses somehow had wound up at the bottom of the bed under the sheets. These. Well, how? I don't understand. I can tell you how, and I know exactly okay. why. Because I know um, I'm, I know that there was getting at an embarrassing story, and I want to hear it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually not. It's actually not even embarrassing. Well, maybe oh, it okay. is embarrassing. I'm getting know, to the it. age where I will watch my tablet and I'll fall asleep without realizing it. Oh yeah, and I know somehow that tablet will be everywhere. Glasses will have been. <laughs> I could not find them for the life of me, and I remember. And the next morning, I was like my glasses i was like normally i put them on my bedside table and i remember doing that last night except for it was all a dream i didn't Yikes. do that apparently they just wound up in the bed Ooh. and they just moved That's the their most way dangerous down the bed. place for a pair of glasses is in the sheets yeah yeah Yikes. but luckily for me these were not expensive so i mean i could have low to stakes lose them. i just don't it's want a low to. stakes yeah honestly i mean if you couldn't tell here's you that you can't see i can see myself through the pixels of this grainy ass fucking riverside video i can completely still see myself and i feel like it's like a shot in a movie like i'm in the matrix whenever like neo is staring at morpheus in the glasses like i don't know which pill to take so weird Uh -uh. Uh, here Here's my advice to all of you out there who are getting glasses. Spend the money. Yeah. Just do it. Spend the money. Spend the money. Go luxurious on yourself because they are you. You're buying an, an organ, basically. You pretty much are. You are, you are pretty <laughs> much buying an organ. And you need to spend the money to make sure. Now, granted, whatever. Like, you can tell these are so cheap. Look at them. They're just like the shiniest. No, but just like the 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 durability. Like, the more expensive right. you go with the lenses, it right. actually pays off. It's not a racket. Yes. Like, these no. have not scratched at all in See, two and years. What... Right. Okay, so my other glasses, they never scratched, except for the coating. The coating did scratch. And That's I did right. not like that. This this coating here, no scratchy. No scratches. Yep, no scratches. No. I think they're called Crizal Rock, and they are definitely holding holding up to their name. That sounds like a uh, Ooh, medication. Can I do like a call to action for Crizal? Okay, oh, Crizal, please sure. uh, sponsor the show so I can get free lenses. And that would be oh. great. We oh, need to start okay. attracting people now. What do you? Who do yeah, you want yeah, to be yeah. sponsored by to to make your life easier and more affordable? Oh my god! I just realized something crazy. 
Um, I want to be. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I was just looking at my plant. I have to water that today. Okay. Did you need to do it right now? No, I actually have to do it after. You're like, it's an emergency. John, it is in the saddest state right now. You know who I want to be sponsored by? Um, Who do I want to be sponsored? No, 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 no. Although. Ooh, wouldn't it be cool if it was They do cost a lot of money. And I did get another one. Oh, you know what? Yes. Celsius sponsor us because I love the orange Celsius. I love it. What I can't see what flavor that is. So which uh, oh, I which did the hand thing. You can't. The hand thing's supposed to fix all those problems. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> no, yes, that's correct. It's it's the glare in my glasses. <laughs> you know what I want? No, okay, no. Truly, you know what I think we need to be sponsored by? Um, probably like uh, Cialis. Ooh, oh, a a Cialis flavored Celsius. Yes, Cialis Celsius. Cialis X Celsius. They've partnered. Yeah. Sounds like a kind of like a draggy name is Cialis X Celsius. Yeah. Extravaganza. (laughs) Yeah. Givenchy X Celsius. So the can, the can that you're drinking now costs $300. Yeah, it did. (laughs) <laughs> well good but you know what didn't cost three hundred dollars um uh, all of the that. movie you all got that for free Ooh, i like that, that for free spilling i'll take down, it for free spilling down my chin for free i love a drinking problem yeah me too well that was a problem <laughs> i wouldn't say it's so much of a problem so much as as, as it's an and, issue Right. I'm, well, the problem is that dribbling down your neck because you know they're like, "Oh, you got a drinking problem," and then like, yeah, and it, then, it yeah, spells. yeah, yeah. You Listen, get it, everyone. <laughs> Honestly, I totally get it. For all of you out there, I'll do whatever I want. I'm a grown adult. I'm mm-hmm. a grown adult, and I have crippling, just crippling social anxiety. I've realized having to work back in a uh. um, storefront setting. My God, I can't. I know. Stand when people come in and it ruins my day. Do you have that? Whenever I was working in a store, I was like, or a storefront, uh, like there was like, even though it was my job, there was like this, this anxiety and this fear of like the next time the door opened and who was going to walk through. Do yeah. you have that? Yeah. it. Yeah. Every day, every time it happens. Cause I'm like, how much time are they going to spend here? How many it's questions like are they going scare. to ask me? It's, it's like a jump scare mentality. It's like, I'm well, like, oh. <laughs> get out of here speaking of jump speaking of jump scares i will say in this movie that we're doing this week which yeah. is evil dead rise one of my favorite jump scares ever in the history of movies <laughs> was the use of jesus oh like, right 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 I yeah think it's it was good it was like, oh. i was like religion i was like oh that is terrifying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is a dead person crucified to a cross that's coming at you. but Which is yeah. pretty scary, actually. Yeah, so we're talking about Evil Dead Rise today, if you couldn't tell by the title. And uh, um, so Evil Dead Rise, there, there, are, there are evil deads who are, who are rising in the movie. Mm, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, there are. There sure are. <laughs> there sure are. And uh, <laughs> if you guys don't know, this is a continuation of the very uh cult classic evil dead and uh with the evil, evil dead 2 army, army of, of darkness, darkness. Um, evil dead all... 2013 i never watched evil dead 2013 by the way a lot of people also, didn't like it i thought it was okay i saw it in theaters i really enjoyed it but i also love the evil dead franchise yeah, there's also like what is it, Bruce versus the Evil Dead on is like the series, which was like highly popular, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, it's Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil, right? Right. Bruce is the name of the actor. I think it's Showtime. Um, it is, isn't it? Is it? I mean, Showtime needs to. Or is it stop. HBO? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think it's, I think you're right. I think it's Showtime, I, but I don't have a Showtime. I don't. Me know. either. And that's the thing. Like a, it's like. I want to watch Yellow Jackets, Why? but it's on Showtime. 
Right. I was literally just going to say that. And you want to know what also? Um, it was uh, the the Neil Gaiman book. Why is it escaping me? I read the book. It's uh, oh, the gods, gods and whatever. What? Why can I remember it? Uh, Showtime gods... needs to quit picking up yeah, is it everything. Gods and monsters? I don't know. No. That's not it. Damn it. <sighs> You know what? I read that book and I absolutely loved it. And I can't remember the name. But anyway, it's Neil Gaiman. It was pretty cool the first season. But after that, I was yeah. like, well, I can't watch this anymore because I don't have showtime. Yeah. So I never oh, before, did. Before we get into Evil Dead Rise, though, I'm like, what show are you watching right now that you're excited about? Oh, a show that I'm watching right now that I'm excited about. John, can I tell you, I'm not watching a single television show I'm excited about. No, really? Are you I watching watch, anything though? I watch a few. I watch a few episodes of Inuasha before because I'm okay. trying to finish the series. I'm getting there. Nice. I wouldn't say I'm excited about it, though. I mean, I like it. Yes, of course, like, I like it's it. Lackluster at best. I've watched over a hundred. No, it's good. I've watched <laughs> over a hundred episodes, but then I always find myself going back to YouTube. Always. Me, me too. Because I've been watching this girl named Naomi John, I believe is her name. She's a German girl. And she is hilarious. She makes great <laughs> content. And she's also a really amazing singer. And she comes out with music videos. And they're like high production. There are and rich she's like this YouTubers German... out there. There are rich, rich right. YouTubers who have money and budget to funnel back into their channel. And it's right. crazy to me. I know. And it's amazing. But I've been watching her a lot. So I've been binging her. She's a she's hilarious. And the way she produces her show <laughs> is really funny because she's self-aware. And um, and I love that in a YouTuber, somebody who doesn't take things seriously. So yeah. I guess I'm excited about finding her channel. Good, <laughs> good. I mean, that's always I mean, I always go back to YouTube. It's always like the thing that puts me to sleep is something on YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah, that's my um, tried spend, and true. Yeah, I spend way too much time on there. But um, I uh, Redacted and I started The Idol on HBO with Lily Rose Depp and The okay. Weeknd. Yes, I okay, I was going to watch that, but <laughs> I think I'm going to wait until maybe the episode airs tonight. Uh, right, because I yeah. think I need like two episodes to decide whether or not I'm going to like that's a show. really, really good instinct because um, it is the case where it ended on a point where I was like, I need to I need the next step like this wasn't enough for me not not in like a oh, I, there's a cliffhanger I need I'm going to tune in next week yeah. it was more just like more needed to have happened in the pilot for it to be like a full like tee up for the season. But I gotta say, Lily Rose Depp is like it. She's yeah. freaking gorgeous, dude. But she's I, I mean, look at her parents, though. I know it's just like obviously, but I mean, she is. I think she's so talented, and I think this is like the perfect thing for her, even though it's like extremely risque and like could be a little off-putting for some. But I think. Like, it's not her fault the story uh, lacks in some areas, but... Um, uh, let's her... blame that on the weekend. Yeah, you know, it's like, but I mean, <laughs> she is she's doing a lot with what she's got, and it's actually, it's, you can't stop watching her. She's really good. And also, she's like the pop singer, right? And there's this one song that yeah. they play of hers over and over again in just this one episode, because it's like she's about to drop her album. And I, I've had it stuck in my head since last Sunday. Okay, well then I after tonight's episode I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the yeah. first two and decide if I like it. Yeah, definitely polarizing for sure. And red, my redacted uh completely hates it and he's like, We're not watching this anymore. I'm like, I can't not watch it because Lily Rose Death has like sucked me in. <laughs> <laughs> like... Okay. Well, <clears throat> you know, I don't mind polarizing. Polarizing doesn't bother me. Um, it's yeah. also a huge draw for me for most things because I love a controversy, which this was shrouded in. Uh yeah, and you could tell there's reshoots. You can tell there's reshoots and re-editing. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Because I, oh, I am sure of it. You can tell. It seems like, oh, like that's one a of the messiest. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what? It seems like a very messy production, just all together. 
which makes for some pretty awesome chaos. Also, Jenny from Blackpink is in there, and I was like, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so is Troy Savant. Yeah, which is like he's done like movies and stuff like that in the past. But like Jenny from Blackpink, she's good. I know. Yeah. That's incredible. What, I that's never thought the for a second. I like, you know, I might have to watch this. I never, ever thought that I would be like a blink at all. Ever. Why? But they've, they're I so know, good, they've won me dude. over. And like their individual personalities. Like I like Jenny a lot, but also um, Jisoo is is probably my favorite she has this song called flower Um, that's like stuck in my head forever it's nuts well their videos are insane the amount of money they put into the wardrobe to the sets to everything i'm like dude they're incredible i totally get the incredible yeah they've they've really soared and taken over the world just like the dead an evil dead rise just like the dead (laughs) (laughs) that was a nice segue actually thanks i should be a host of a podcast with travis and called me oh no you well (laughs) i mean you're gonna have to text him and ask okay i will after this um but anyway i'll do the stats real quick and and do you mind talking about it for a little while oh Um, i don't mind i don't (laughs) mind talking about anything for a while um, okay, cool. So here's what I'll say. As far as the Evil Dead franchise goes, this one has to be probably, I would say this one's, gr- none of this is reality, but this is the most grounded in reality than I think the other ones. As far as a horror movie goes, you have the yeah. family elements, yeah. you have this. Uh, but if you're, if you were talking about like Evil Dead and then Evil Dead 2, which by the way, Evil Dead 2, a lot of people are like, why is it the same movie? Well, it's because Sam Raimi couldn't get the rights to Evil Dead after he recorded it. So he had to do a requel, basically, right. which it's by sort of like the, way, the, the if, Taylor's version. Uh, that's simply he had to, what it yes, is. He had to do the Taylor's version of his own movie to make Evil Dead 2, which, by the way, I love Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2. Uh, and I love Army of Darkness. And I'll tell you. What I love yeah. so much about Evil Dead Rise is it actually made me realize how much I love this franchise. And John, I watched every single one of them after I watched Evil Dead Rise. Oh, you did? That's great. I watched great. every single one of them. And you want to know what? I'm so glad I did because I noticed immediately after watching Evil Dead Rise and watching these, I'm like, the person who did Evil Dead Rise is so incredible. They put so many different elements from all of these other Evil Dead movies into this as an homage. And I love when people pay attention to those small details because it really makes you it really makes you think, wow, this person loved the source material this much. And they've created something that not only is what it feels like a continuation, but also a reboot, which is essentially what a requel is um, of this franchise that I think has so much potential and if evil dead gets a sequel after this i will be so happy i yeah, would be would, so happy i mean it's it was interesting to me you're right because i like the evil dead movies have been so much a part of our lives growing up like they're old, it's older than we are and uh yeah and it's just like it's been here and there throughout and um i don't know i remember just like it was it was always part of like the my young uh bringing like a groups of friends would like get together and like watch uh, army of darkness and, right john yes yeah. army of and, darkness was like yeah at the time was... and beth also i have to say and beth davis the or and beth davis sorry the actress that's in army of darkness she mm-hmm. is also miss honey and matilda she's also in 13 ghosts um, right, she yeah. is in all of these things. And and I was thinking about that. And I remember seeing her. And I'm like, right, she's in this. And it's probably one of the first things she ever did. But it's iconic. It's absolutely iconic. I can see at the time it was like, what is this crazy movie? But it's a, a genuine cult classic because of how off the rails it is and insane. But John, <clears throat> also, it's pure chaos. It's pure chaos. It's pure 
camp, I would say, in the highest regard of the term, not throwing yes. it around. Oh, absolutely. No, no, that's it, not a way to is, throw it around. I mean, you couldn't it, throw it around. Yeah, it has a tone all of its own. And that translates to Evil Dead Rise as well. However, they took it a step further and sort of rooted um, this whole experience into a contained environment, just like the original. But instead of a cabin in the woods, it's um, a high-rise apartment, a shabby apartment building in downtown L.A. And that's like the the perfect... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, 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 I was I going to say this, the, the complex. Perf- oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so sorry. I hate this lag because we can't. I know. So I was going to say the complex, is it an, the complex is an anagram for demon. Is it? Yeah, the name of it. The name of it's an anagram for demon. What is the name of it? I didn't even notice that. That's so I'll crazy. I'll actually pull it up for you. I'll nice. actually pull it up for you. But while you do that, um, I'll run so down this. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I'll run, run down, down the this. specs. So this is directed by Lee Cronin, also written by him. And uh, if you don't know who this person is, I don't think a lot of people do. But he uh, has done different genre things. Um, he did Evil Dead Rise, obviously, a little short called Signal, another short called Barry. Um, so a lot of different genre leaning short films. So I'm glad that that's still a thing where if you do enough shorts, you can get a feature that as good as this one. And he did uh, directed some TV things, but this is like his first big, um, theatrical notable name thing. So I can, but I can tell from just the way this was executed that we're going to be seeing a lot more of Lee Cronin. That's for sure. Um, just because like his visual aesthetic was really engaging. There were very specific visual languages throughout this whole film. So watch it and you can just like little things like you, uh, you cut into this crazy, uh, angle or camera angle. That's of it's like affixed to a door closing as it's moving was really sort of cool. I don't know. You just have to watch it, but, um, uh, well, yeah. And I'll say th- uh-huh. I'll say this. What I love about that is like they continue. The, he uses elements that were actually featured in the original movies. There's yeah. a lot of first person <laughs> that you get in the originals. A ton of first yeah. person. You get first person right. perspective in the first one from the demon when she's trying to grab them. Speaking of demon and the anagram, the apartment complex where they're staying at in Evil Dead Rise is called the Mondi. And it's oh okay demon nice all right that's good that's good that makes sense because I'm not even sure if Mondi is even a word <laughs> but no, it was a no I think it's I mean there was a, there was a lot of little tiny details throughout the whole thing which I thought were cool but this had a budget of twelve million dollars yeah. and and it grossed one hundred and forty five million dollars worldwide so it did, <laughs> it did good well spent yeah oh, horror always nails it ah. And I'll, I'll tell you this. This yes. movie was actually supposed to be released on HBO Max. Interesting. They, okay. But, and I'll tell you what happened. Test audiences, it went over so well that they decided yeah. to release it theatrically. Well, I mean, that was a good choice. And it's it's good to yeah, see Warner Brothers making good choices. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you can, never, um, you can never underestimate the power of like... Peep, the audiences want and desire to go to a scary movie. And right. Because this starts off, it has a really interesting cold open, which I thought was, I thought we were getting into a different movie completely. Like whenever it's like, it's a lakeside cabin uh, out in the middle of nowhere. And it's like some teenagers or early twenties people. And uh, like, one and one uh one girl she just goes into the cabin and finds her friend like quote unquote sleeping or napping and turns out they're possessed and i thought that was kind of a really creepy tone setter for sure i thought it, i thought it was amazing but i need to tell you about the scene and why it's so important to this franchise yeah. because when you walk in to this movie it shows the clock the first thing you see is a clock that clock mm. was in the that 
clock is the original clock from Evil Dead. And, oh. and whenever her friend is reading her book, Wuthering Heights, and the demon starts um, taking over what she's reading, that is a thing that happens in the Evil Dead first movie as well. Oh, you're right. You're right. Was she also in the in the original when reading she's from doing Wuthering the Heights? Cards. No, wow. they were doing a card game, and the demon was guessing all of the cards from across the room, and people were freaking out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just really... And then, I don't know, it's, and also you still get that that kind of unnerving, over-the-topness of the demon, where it's, it, yes. it straddles the line of ridiculous and comedic and also very, at your core, terrifying. Like, but I, I also the... feel like, mm -hmm. oh, I was going to say, I also feel like I totally understand what you're saying and I get it 100%. It's the perfect way to describe it because I kind of feel like that's the perfect way for a demon to be. Right. Because it, it reads very in your nightmares where like your nightmares are always like a little bit ridiculous, but they're just very much scaring you to your core. And um, yeah. And this director really captured that i thought really really effectively and it's something that i like you know whenever um it, is it in evil dead one or two or never um uh there's the the demon that they've locked under in the cellar and it's like opens it up and it's but it's still locked by a chain and you see them all the time and there's clearly enough room for them to get out but it's just for the cinematicness <laughs> of it like <laughs> it's, in, it's in both of them actually they do it in both right, of them, right, right. except for Except for the first one, there's definitely enough space for her to escape. Whereas in the second one, Henrietta is the demon in there, and she's big. She's a she's a healthier yeah. she's a healthier woman, a healthier demon, and so there's no way she could get through the space. Yeah, but I mean, just like yeah, I, just, I loved that moment. Very nightmarish and sticks with you forever. But it's just a cold yeah. open. So like so this demon friend, like the cold open's great. Yeah, lots of blood and gore, which is great. Uh, she she grabs a lock of her friend's hair and just scalps her immediately. And then uh, commences to run outside. And uh, and uh, for some reason, she grabs this drone and chops her own face with it and then goes into the water. The boyfriend goes in to save her because he doesn't realize that she's possessed. And then all that comes out from him is his severed head. And <laughs> yeah. And then she rises yeah, pretty from the, the lake, and it's like Evil Dead Rise in this really glorious way. And then we uh, we cut to the the uh, apartment that we largely just stay in for the rest of the movie. And yeah, yeah, and uh, it's what's her face? I think the, that complex the is the perfect background. Ellie. Uh, me too. Me too. Because there's there's a different uh, lots of different things you can use, and I think they utilize the space really well. Like. Um, yeah, so the mom is who now? Um, Ellie. And she is played by Alyssa Sutherland. Um, Who's and, amazing. She's an Australian actress. And she played yeah, in Vikings. She, yes, and she has like this really distinctive face, which I thought yeah. was really interesting casting. I thought the casting was incredible. They couldn't have done a better job. Yeah, but it was just like such a attention to detail down to like the face of the mom. Which is really yep. pretty upfront, but translates to the horror um, that she becomes yes. really well. Yes. Like, she has sort of like a demented quality to her facial features in all the best That's ways. That's them cheekbones, girl. <laughs> That's those cheekbones. I know. If you got high and sharp, keep them high and sharp. <laughs> but um, sharp. Uh, my credits are For a little real. bit out of order, so I'm not sure who... The family that we get involved with here is um, also um, an actress, Lily Sullivan, who plays like kind of the like the groupie uh, sister whose name is Beth. Yeah. Um, we also get into, um, I believe, um, oh, uh, do, do, Morgan Davies plays Danny, who is um, a, probably a non-binary person. Um Let's see. And then, oh, oh, Nell Fisher plays Cassie, the little, the youngest of the girls, and she's weird. And, um, she, is she weird. has I love a good friend so named Stephanie. 
<laughs> yeah, I, the, yeah. As I said, Stabatha. <laughs> Stabatha Christie. Uh, <laughs> Stabatha Christie. So, um, and then there's the the other sister. I mean, I mean the, the the younger one. I can't find her in my credits here. It's so weird. Um, let's see what her name is. I have windows open. But anyway, there's there's three uh, children of varying ages and a mom. And then the sister comes to stay for a second. And boy, did she pick the wrong night. Because uh, uh, for some reason... She picked a worse time. Just terrible timing. Yeah, terrible, terrible timing. But um, so uh, while the kids are um, downstairs, they're bringing pizza back in. Uh, they're in the downstairs garage. Oh, which I have to tell um, you. Yeah. Oh, do it, do it, please. I have to tell you. So that pizza, if you notice on the box, is called Henrietta's. Henrietta. Interesting. Was the demon in Evil Dead Two? Okay. All right. They're doing it. They're really going for the Easter eggs in every single corner. They do, and uh, I which, love it. <clears throat> it's like it's for the fans. By a fan it for is. the fans, and unfortunately, so I'll, I'll I'm leave not that all the keen. rest of the trivia for the end. Okay, cool. But um, uh, so uh, there's an there's a mysterious earthquake that um sort of opens up a hole in the base of the concrete um garage, and Danny is like, "Ooh, look, there's a hole. Let's go down there," and um and they do. And there is a, a giant Jesus as a jump scare. It falls. And it, it turns out there's like this yeah. weird, like priesty, culty, magic demonology layer uh, that's there. And, uh, and the building is very old and has like a storied past. And so um, <clears throat> he, uh, they, they find, they, they do DJing apparently. That was established already. And they see all these records. And they're like, okay, cool. And then like, oh, wait, there's also the Book of the Dead that we all know so well. It's just chilling out here. And uh, let's take that back to the apartment. So they do. <laughs> so, which we all know spells trouble. Am I right? Oh, oh, I mean, I was never great at spelling. But I mean, uh, yeah, you could smell that one a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, I, I, uh, they, they, so anyway, so the, the, uh, Danny starts to play this mysterious recording and it, the recording is like a priest doing a chant, a prayer, whatever. And it doesn't sound very wholesome or like at Sunday school, it sounds very demonic and dangerous to be messing around with. And it is ooky and it was very soothing. I thought it was very yeah. soothing. It's basically like creepy priest ASMR, which I'm sure is like mm -hmm. a niche, but yeah, um, it's my that's kink. what it's giving. I know, and you talk about it too much, so <laughs> so frequently. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, Danny inadvertently summons this the spirit, uh, the demon spirit of the Lord. Oh, of, sorry, of wrong movie. <laughs> right right uh into the into the apartment complex and it happens to hit their mom uh while she's in the elevator and, uh, and i have to say this when she's in the elevator so yeah. if you notice if you notice when she's starting to get uh wrapped up by all those wires and stuff it's because in every other original iteration of it someone was wrapped up by vines and things yes, in the exactly. movie, the vines in the forest. And if you notice on her arms, on the tattoos, her tattoos are vines, which are a reference are? to other characters. Oh, uh, yes. what? I didn't even get that. And also like the, the reference of being wrapped up in, in vines in the forest. In, the evil yes, forest. in the vines. <sighs> yeah. You know, you're good at that. Did you read into it or did you catch it while you were watching? There were little things that I caught, but I did also have to read into it. So then after I went back and rewatched it, I was like, and there mm. were ones that I was like, oh my God, this is a direct reference to this. Yeah. But you have to go back and watch and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I'm so the not. The director's I'm... so amazing. 
Yeah, I'm so not good at like catching little Easter eggs like that or like they don't register right away because I'm like paying attention to other things, but good for you. No, that's okay. I mean, it's here and there. There were things I definitely had to read and I was like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's not just me. There are other people who helped. Yeah. But like, so through the, through the course of the story, um, they basically just have to survive their mom, this family and, and the mom's sister, the aunt, they have to survive this crazy demonic mom who is just, she's out for blood. And this movie does not hold back. John, like whenever, whenever there's an wanna... opportunity for her to get at one of her children, she gets at one of her children. John, they didn't spare, they didn't spare a single person. It wasn't them being like, mm-hmm. hey, we can't kill a child. It was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to rip that child's arms off. Yes, You know we what are. else we're going to do? <laughs> we're we're going to throw <laughs> this every- child against the wall so hard that it just dies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's, there's no more hope for this child. Which I love. I love that so much. I love it. I love it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil too much about this movie because me neither. I know let's uh, we'll abridge it, but I mean it's it's definitely one to watch. It's not for the faint of heart because this whole act no. two is they really go for the gore. They do not um, they do not cut away from it like a lot of horror movies do very obnoxiously. There is a, there is a cheese grater, and which I thought that that did make me cringe. That made me cringe. It, uh, no, it made me cringe too. And I told my redacted immediately who was next to me watching whatever he was watching. I said the cheese grater happened. I said it was two <laughs> seconds. It's the worst two seconds ever in a movie. <laughs> you could feel it. You could feel it on your own Ugh, leg. You could. You could. It's disgusting. And when the skin bits are coming out of it. Yeah. No. John. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. Was- no Ew. but at the same time i'm saying no but also my like my yes. horror fanatic is just like yes i want the i want the thrill ride i want the eeks and the ooze and the uh, oh no's no yeah. if you want to know what my oh no moment was right what? it was right before the cheese grater when when homegirl was sitting on the countertop and she was eating the glass because of the bugs yeah. and as she swallowed mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you could mm-hmm. see that piece of glass yeah. poke through her throat yeah. dude yeah that was they did a I really like, good close up of that didn't they god <laughs> it was so, i was like this movie is absolutely batshit it is so in all the best ways all the best ways and, like it it satisfies like my my body gore fan. I mean, there are some movies that do it a lot, but this did it in a really satisfying way because it was like, okay, so you don't you like you go into this movie thinking like, oh, there's children and a family involved. They're all going to somehow make it out alive. Right. No, 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 no. no. First to go in I the family I, we can't is the really, older sister. I don't want to ruin and no they they all just uh, one after one they start going and start joining they the start dropping oh, yeah because if you ever. know if you know um evil dead you know that you will become a demon if you it's are going to come for you no matter what yeah you will become possessed and you will join the dark side and it it will get crazy um but anyway so there is there are two survivors and it is the aunt, and it is the youngest girl. And um, um, spoiler and alert: that demon, <laughs> that demon, was mm-hmm. one of the. I'm not even going to explain. I don't yeah. want anyone. That was a huge surprise and a shocker to me. And I don't want to tell anyone what it is because you have to watch it. It is one of the most disturbing, yeah, creatures nightmare. in a movie. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Like I don't. I it mean, is it's crazy. And it's it's so cool, and it's like it also it ties into the theme of family, but in a, in the most horrific right. way. Right, <laughs> so. John. It, yes, it's yeah. a monstrous. And it's, it's you know what it reminded me monstrous. of? I, it reminded me of like one of my favorite gory films of all time, which is The Thing. Um, and so it does it does kind of give you this thing. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> John. But uh, how did, was it doing that for you, movie, or no, not really? John, this movie was doing everything for me. 
Yeah, me too. This me movie too. hit every nail on the head for me. It did, but like while I was watching it though, um like I was I I was respecting all of it. So there was none of it for me was like loved it. oh well because even if there was like a like sort of something that was maybe not like structurally sound or whatever the heck uh filmmaking stuff criticism it was i was always like along for the ride because i'm like this is they are creating a fun ride for us and that was established up front this is fun this is yes super duper dark and crazy but this is Amazing. a roller coaster ride and it's scary and it's a total and it also has experience. humorous moments yeah it doesn't take itself too seriously at all even though no. what happens is like very I, thematically I think... really dark and crazy like family like families one after one like dying and killing each other off is like actually really dark and should be a very emotional thing uh, but it doesn't really go down that way it doesn't go that far to be like this is going to be dark depressing and heavy it's very the tone is super mm-hmm. light while it's which is i think great well, yeah, I think it's great, too. And I also think that's just like a testament to good filmmaking, because in that moment, John, you're my best friend. If you turned into a demon, I'm not going to have time to mourn you. I will kill you. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, the only that option I you have. would want as that. sad as it is. Like, <laughs> I would. I would expect the same, too, because, John, if I'm coming after you with some weird soldering iron, like, yeah. I'm not. It's just you're going to have to take me out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that thing where you're coming at me really fast, and I'm like right behind me as a window, and I just like step out of the way for a second, oh, yeah. and you just cartoon right through it, and then yeah, but then but then because I'm a demon, I'll just float right back up and be like, hey man, all oh, right, they do fly cool. in this world. They do, <laughs> they fly. do. Well, they <laughs> so, do in the other ones too. They do yeah, in the other ones right. as well. They do, and they have the ability. No... Um, I just love this. I just love this. Yeah, me too. And I just feel like uh, it also adds like a, a few, a couple of new rules to the to the equation too, because that there is the final form of the demon is like a weird chimera, and you just need to watch it to look at what uh, it is. But you yeah, know what? I'm not telling you. You know what it reminded me of was like there's this little movie with Nicolas Cage called Color Out of Space that came out a few years ago, and there is a similar situation going on in that movie. And I, and you probably just have to Google it because color out of space does it actually a lot more disturbingly, if you can believe it or not. Really? Yes. I can't, but I will believe it. Like watch color out of space for the reference. It's like, ugh. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. But that's that's Evil Dead Rise, everyone. I know we didn't go into too many details, but. I've been talking a lot because I've had like a Celsius and a coffee, but Travis, can you please just like tell me how you felt about the whole thing and just keep going? (laughs) Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to tell you about this movie. As somebody who doesn't write and doesn't, well, the thing is, is like, I think I am pretty generous. I'm pretty generous when it comes to movies because I don't understand how much time I do understand how much time people put into it, but I don't understand how someone can sit there for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and write like John, who does this every single day. I'm like, girl, I will throw myself out of a window first, but (laughs) I will say this as far as movies go. And as far as somebody who has done their homework and as true fan that wrote and directed a movie that was created Mm -hmm. for people and also elevated a franchise from something that Hard used to, to be do. like claymation. John, yeah. it was an incredible, incredible movie. I'm not even, yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. As far <coughs> as horror goes, this mm-hmm. has easily, and I'm not joking. This has easily become one of my favorite movies of all time. And also like it could easily be in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I completely agree with you. One second. <clears throat> Goodness, I got a, a something in my throat. Um, but uh, I would, I, I really loved. I almost thought this was directed by Sam Raimi until I looked it up after I watched it, and so mm-hmm. I think that in and of itself is a huge accomplishment. 
um it's it it just does everything for me tonally because it's it's what i want in a horror it, it you could argue that it's horror comedy but it really isn't it's just horror it's not comedy it is just horror there are yeah. comedic elements only in the sense that like if you know you know right and they're always referential at that point in time to the to the source material yes. and the demons whenever i just it's so iconic for two evil dead the demons themselves are always taking so much glee and joy in all the murder and mayhem and chaos and like all the turmoil that they're causing all these other people they're always laughing about it always which is so good Mm -hmm. yeah the cast was spectacular dude i wouldn't want a single other person to be in this and you want to know what this is one of those movies where i cannot act but this is one of those movies where i'm like i wish i knew how and i could have been a part of it yes exactly and you know what i love about young people being in horrors like this is um whenever i was a young person watching movies where there was another young person in peril that's who i identified with and that's how you just make it yeah so much scarier to the the whole audience is like these children who are in danger the teenagers which they i mean they are literal children though there's only one who's old enough to drive we don't know the ages of the other we could have a 13 year old and we have one that's clearly six or seven and she is a firecracker but they're all in very very serious danger yeah well as, as you see yeah, well, the youngest girl, she she does the first kill with Stephanie. She, with, oh, yes, she does. Dude, yeah. okay, fucking work, Stephanie. That's all yes. I have to say. <laughs> Stephanie's great. Um, Stephanie has like a one of those glow, um, those glow necklaces from Raves. Sticks, yeah. <laughs> as, as a halo or something. Yeah, which is really but, uh, hilarious yeah the, i mean it's just i loved that i loved i thought it was just like you couldn't have more of a perfect um evil dead what like spin-off mm-hmm. reboot whatever iteration movie within the world but i am excited to see where it goes from here i think this is going to be a reboot and i do believe we're going to get a sequel because she picked up that chainsaw at the end and let me tell you that color of yellow this is the first Sam, this is the first Evil Dead movie that didn't have that yellow car in it. And so they did it justice by painting it yellow. Yeah, well, I was looking at I was looking at their family car and I was just like, it's not the same one, but I I can appreciate that they're that they're going in that direction with like the Buick of it. But I'm like, but definitely uh, that's I'm glad that they had the yellow car because like um, I that's I loved that yellow car. I think cars in, in early mm-hmm. horror movies were kind of a thing for me. Like they were, like the they Cujo, were staple. Like I the, think in a lot though. Yeah, like like the Cujo car, and they they were like there were always cars that you would see around or be in as a kid yourself, and I think that was the connection for it for me. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I think so I think cars cars and didn't... horror are are important for me for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, they didn't, unfortunately, they didn't have the yellow one in this, but they did make mention of it with the yellow on the chainsaw, which I think is kind of a cool nod, but obviously they had to do a big old station wagon. Yeah. I wonder where it's going to go though. Cause like they could do anything like they could do like a whole world army of the dead situation. Like the world is, um, I mean, it's, it's obviously the, the evil entities are looking to sort of expand virally through people so i don't they know are, which well which we understand what happens in the beginning we realize is a it, it's the timeline the way the timeline works is the cold open happened a day after everything happened in the apartment right. so now we know those demons are out they're out no the matter what are you out. think the end is the demons so, are out and they are spreading like a virus and I hope they do. I'm excited. I'm so excited for what's next with this. And I hope, I hope we get at least two more installments Two, Yeah. At least. So now, so, so at least in, in the next iteration, you're going to have two like armed heroes, one with a chainsaw, which is iconic. And then 
a new iconic weapon, which is Staphany. Yeah. So there's that. Honestly, Staphany <laughs> works, Staphany. Yeah, Staphany's going to work. But with that, Travis, like, did you, what, out of, Wait, do we wanna, if we're going to rate it. Out of 10. Uh, okay, so out of 10 eyeballs being chomped out of your face. Yeah, and yeah, that was spit crazy. into another person's mouth. John, that <laughs> happens in Evil Dead too, by the way. The eyeball knew, being I, spit into someone else's mouth. I knew that was something. I knew that they was do something. It. Oh, and you want to know what else is really fun? Okay, so out of... Okay, so the sound effect that happens whenever that eyeball is being bit out of his face is from... Um, what's his name? Bruce? Uh, Bruce, whatever the actor's name is, he's biting on an apple. And then they inserted that oh. sound. <laughs> oh, right, because like, they do the whole thing and he bites on an apple and he's in the store. Is that right? Yeah. So, well, they did it yeah. for this. They have him chomping on that, biting out an apple uh, for the sound in here. And he oh. also was a voice in here. So that's what they used. I did recognize. So, yeah. Um, I would say, uh, yeah. How many, how many, how many Out of 10, eyeballs? what? What do you think? Out of 10, out of 10 eyeballs, 10. I'm giving would, this a 10. Uh, Easy. Okay. Good, good. I'm giving right, it a 10. 10. And, and my reason being is because every single one of my expectations was it was like yeah i was so fulfilled you know i'm so gonna have fulfilled. to go ahead and i'm gonna have to go go ahead and give it a 10 as well even though i'm apprehensive about it You're giving it a 10 because yeah but i mean it's like i almost wanted to give it a nine because what i was being really nitpicky about at the end of it was like if i wanted that that extra dramatic pull that that I didn't quite get, even though they really they sort of tried to at times to do like that drama pull of like sadness and like this is happening, but at the uh, but it didn't need it at the end of the day. I don't think that was the goal. I think we're all conditioned no. to to want really heavy traumatic trauma in our horror that like pulls up the heartstrings a little bit. But this isn't for that, and they they knew it, and they didn't intend on doing oh. that. Yeah, I think, and just so I can, just so I can like touch on that, I loved, I loved that it wasn't heartwarming. I loved that there wasn't any of them shedding tears for their family. There's no time, girl. There's no fucking time. It's if survival. You barely escaped. Get go cry later. There's no reason mm -hmm. to cry now because you need your first, You have to get out. Yeah, and I, I just think that I just, about it. Me too, and I think it's refreshing, and I hope that it influences what gets picked up from here. But it probably won't. But I mean, it's like um, everybody's always looking for that that a quiet place, like that that family drama within it, and like they do have that, but it's not going to go so hardcore soap opera like melodrama. No, like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah so for that i think it is a 10 because they you can tell what the conceit was and they did it really really perfectly yeah now before we get into the ratings of the other ones i want to go through a couple easter eggs for all of you out yes, there Yes, please uh, yeah not even yeah, just yeah. actually i won't give you easter eggs because i don't want to give you like the spoilers but i think what i want to do is give you some trivia so that you all can mm -hmm. understand so director Lee Cronin stated in an interview that 6,500 liters of fake blood were used for this movie, in case you guys want to know okay. how gory it is. Okay. Um, and then obviously, as I said, the film was originally meant to release exclusively through HBO Max, but it performed so strongly with, you yeah, know, so goodness. it was like great yeah. for them. Uh-huh. And then we did, so the film opens with the sound of a fly. This is the same exact sound used throughout different entries dating all the way back to the original in the franchise and has become a tradition Ooh. to appear at least once. Oh. And this movie, there's a ton of other ones, but this is the only one that I want to say, and I think this is the most interesting, is that it's shot in chronological order. They shot this in chronological order? Yes, and I think that's incredible. That's so weird. That is so weird. They shot it in chronological order. And I think that is so amazing. Is there any reason for that? Because that's so bizarre for a movie to be shot in chronological order that doesn't really need for it to. 
I guess. I don't, John, I don't know, but I think my only, my only reason for thinking it'd be shot in chronological order is to like, I don't, I actually don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. know. Maybe, maybe it was for uh, the actors to sort of start to come together and feel like a family before they're all ripped to pieces. Probably to be quite honest. So they can bond. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I do too. Like that's so rare, but I think also, Oh, that also the, the gallons of buckets of blood, in the elevator that's obviously a shining reference uh, obviously it is. and i was it i is. was here for it it's because it, it, this this movie references two of my all-time favorite horror um horror sci-fi things which is uh um uh the thing and uh the shining like those are yeah a, a two very heavy influences in, in my imagination so i was i was glad to see it it was really really cool but, um, it's really great. Also, I, I was the oh, bathtub scene. Bathtub scene, yes. Bathtub scene was Just, very creepy. They said, "Mom, what's wrong with you?" And she said, "Mommy's with the maggots." And I was so like, sick. "Oh my god!" Ruthless. It was just, it was so disturbing, dude. Yeah. And a, a like, very good line. Already, a very very yes, good line. I'll never like, forget it. I will never forget that line. Yeah, it's those it's those horrific things that just stay in the heart. Ew, and forever. her smirk, dude. She smiles when she says it, and she has that crooked smile that goes up here. Yeah, Mommy's with the maggots. You know what I really was missing Ugh. though. One 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 criticism was we do sure. get we do get um, a cat, which is the the only reason it's there is to tell the mom the demon mom that there's a vent there's a vent way in, back into the apartment that she's locked out of that she uses but i really wanted a demon cat once i saw it i was like oh they're gonna possess that cat but no it didn't happen john i, john, I thought that cat was gonna get ripped to shreds but i will tell you this you want to know what I, I actually love the use of that cat because it's such a throwaway line in the beginning of this and i didn't realize it was going to come back and be used as a device yeah and i was like i didn't even think about the vents either and then you hear it and then the mom is like the demon mom's like oh right like here we yeah. go. There's a way back in, and she uses it, and it's creepy. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. This movie's so good. Yeah, very well executed. The it. director, the director knows exactly has very good control over the genre. So congratulations to you. I I want to see what's going to happen next. It, it revitalized the franchise for me because I know they had the the series Agreed. that that I feel like this is like it really did it justice yeah this is bringing it back around so what did the what did like the people who are paid to review it have to say <laughs> well it got an 84 percent on the tomatometer on rotten tomatoes and a 76 okay. audience score because i feel like general what? audiences i look i feel like i feel like general audiences with horror they don't want to see children dying or injured in, in gory, gory ways. And they also react to, to gross out body gore. But we are obviously fans of it. <laughs> so. John, I think that we might be the outliers. We're the exception to the rule. I don't care that I got an 84. This is a 10 to yeah. me. This is an amazing movie. It's really good. But the critics consensus says offering just about every longtime fans uh, could hope for while still managing to carry the franchise forward, Evil Dead Rise is all kinds of groovy. But you know that tracks. That, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, groovy, groovy. Uh-huh. Because yeah, I guess so. But uh, so the audience says, Evil Dead Rise's intense horror and inventive gore help make up for the so-so story that downplays the franchise's signature humor. That's ridiculous to me, and I disagree. I one listen. No. no. I don't mm. care what they have to say. They're wrong. Mm. They're absolutely wrong. Yeah, no, they're absolutely. Um, we will. No. Um, we will post Go on our, on our socials. Go watch the other if that's what you want. Um, for all of the audiences out there who gave, who agrees with that, we are going to post when and where to meet on our social media, where we're going to fight. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight it. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to. F- we're, f- <laughs> we're bringing gonna be, Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie's going to be there, and you show up <laughs> uh, what did she happy. say cash me outside 
Is that still a thing? Yeah, she's say? like, cash me outside, girl. I don't think so. Um, dating myself. <laughs> and not but in I a good like way. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. We're done. Yeah. We've done it again. And this time we really didn't spoil anything for you guys. You have full reign. Go watch this 10 of a movie. Yeah, it is. You do have to pay for it at this point in time, but I'm sure it's going to be on HBO Max whenever the time comes and it's appropriate. But I mean, it's worth the price of admission. Go pay Honestly, for it. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, well it's worth totally your time worth and it. money. And also bring a barf bag because this is disgusting. <laughs> John, right. When I texted, did I not Ooh. say? Did yeah, you end up watching the- it that night or the next night? The next, the next night, actually. But I mean, what was, did your redacted uh, think? Um, uh, uh, I fell asleep through parts, which was interesting. Excuse me. I know. <laughs> he was like, "What happened?" I'm like, uh, "I'm not going to tell you." But it's a, <laughs> um, but but kitchen knife through the bicep. Oh, kitchen knife God. through the bicep um, is hardcore uh, for me. Uh, uh yeah, but also freaking a sharp piece of glass through the center of a hand. Yeah, that that for me, I was like, ooh, I kind of dissociated for a second. Yeah, like, no, yeah, no, no, you no, kind of no, have no, to. No, uh, no. We're not gonna lie here, everyone. This movie is violent. It is gory, and it is fantastic. Yeah, steal yourself. It's a great ride. But with that, go follow us on Instagram. We're super popular at Mean Girls Interrupted. We do fun content. <laughs> And uh, uh, we we it's for you. And also email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com or just message us on Instagram and tell us what you think we should watch next. And uh, Travis, with that, well, we're going to have to see you at the movies. <sighs> Roll the credits, you disembodied head. Somehow still managing to hurl insults at your sister. About her looking just like her mother. Evil <laughs> dead rise. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.